Cheers and good on you. Why aren't you listening to Brothers Just Searching? Why? You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with today. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Brothers Just Searching, where we talk about God's Word and current world events to educate and to edify the believers of Jesus Christ. I'm Isaac Hayes, along with Aubrey Box, Anthony Hayes, and Bowen Roban. Guys, what's happening tonight? Well, oh, so much. It's hard to pin down one thing. Yeah. Hey, hey, I tell you what. I ain't, tell I'm, me I'm what. Being, I'm being honest. The weather has been beautiful. Lately. Oh yes, oh, it's yeah. been cool in the mornings. Oh. And during the day, it don't get it don't get like you're living in hell where you're sweating <laughs> buckets oh, yeah. of water yeah. and, and your shirts Ooh. sopping wet. And then when you get home, you drain, and all you want to do yeah. is sit in your you gotta, recliner. You gotta take your shirt and wring, wring it out, <laughs> you know. And, and then you lay down in your bed, and in no time you're sleeping. Oh, so man. don't y'all like that? How Boogie gives us sound effects. I'm like breaking out. Boogie's like. <laughs> But besides yeah, he's that, like one of those soundboards. Besides that, <laughs> Bowen is doing absolutely fine. Oh, even yeah. even better with the weather. Even better with the weather. I think my brain has finally come together, and I finally found the boats in the Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He finally found his you life. You work inside of an air-conditioned building. Yeah. Yes. How Nobody's got to drive. How do you feel the weather? Well, You've I, walk I, out open, the house. I open the windows in the classroom and I let the heat in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, man. No, you know what he does? He says, well, Boogie, Aubrey, and Isaac really have to be in this heat. And I'm semi in the heat because I'm in an air conditioned truck. Anyway. Yeah, um, so it's only so me and Aubrey. He's, he's probably like, <laughs> like, oh, no, no I, I know what I, they I do go like. outside, though, guys. When I, work at the, when I work at the high school, where they got the high school right now, I do work outside. I do go outside. I just cross the street and go across, get back in the building, go back in the air conditioner. Now I cross again on the side. So he man. sweats a whole 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, cool. May, maybe a minute at the longest. <laughs> you getting your exercise. I mean, yeah, you you'll, you'll start to sweat right whenever you're about to walk in the door. Like, oh man, it's a long trip. Oh, good like, thing I'm here. Like when you open that door, it's like an air, con- it's like a freezer. Like, uh, when hey, you go in the icebox, I, I tell you what, guys, you know? I, I tell you what, I like what I do. Oh, yeah, I, I make good money for what I do. They pay me a lot of money to wash toilets and clean floors, and, <laughs> yeah, you, know, good. and, and, and oh. you know, I mean, I dig down deep in them toilets, you know, I stick yeah. my arm in there and I read the cesspool. <laughs> you bring bad memories to me when I was a custodian at uh, GSM. <laughs> you remind me of Ernest. Remember Ernest? Ernest, yeah. <laughs> she was on the yeah. Ernest goes to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he pressed the water. All you saw was the yeah. hat on top of his wall on the wall. You know, I stick the plunger in there, man, and I make sure that I make sure everything comes out. <laughs> hey, God. God, I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell y'all something, man. And he's thinking, hey, I've been, hey, after you hear that, you like digging with a dig, uh, post hole digger. Hey, now, you huh? know what I did? Hey, you know what I need to do sometimes? I need to take a shovel to dig in them toilets. Them kids plug that up with toilet paper. Man, you talk about something to take that out of there, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. What, what, you was, what you were saying before? I cut you off. I apologize. I was going to say something different than uh, toilets and, you know, uh, cleaning. I was going to say something about family. Family? And I, I tell you all what, I've been getting to spend a lot of time with my family, my, my siblings and my parents. And my, my little sister, she's got my older sister. She's got a little son. And it, it's so fun to, to hang out with him, just seeing him 
just seeing him grow and have fun and I like how, I like how he saw Nicholas today. He's like my best friend. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him and Nicholas, they were having a lot of fun together. Oh yeah. So they yeah watching yeah. them kids grow. Yeah, up. yeah. You can see where's where's Nick and uh, the other one. They be swinging like toys and oh, 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 oh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> the church. I went to the store with my sister. She she was gonna buy me some food and uh, I had grabbed a pack of bagels off the shelf and I put them in the basket. Next thing you know. Theodore, Uh-oh. he ripped open that bag of bagels <laughs> and he started eating. Well, he ate almost the whole thing. Oh, hey, I, the I, paper too. <laughs> he, he, there was a big hole in the paper. I don't know if he ripped it with his teeth or what. Or he but, ate through it, huh? But uh, whenever he was first starting to eat, he was he said it was a donut, a donut. <laughs> like that. That's a, that's a, a small weird donut. donut. <laughs> oh, those kids are so, so anyway. yeah, it's so fun. So let's go ahead and dive into the word tonight. We are going to continue our subject or well, our our teaching series on the book of Ephesians. Yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really enjoying this. It uh-huh. is um Oh yeah, it's great. It is an impactful book. Yeah. And uh last, and look, I'm going to tell you guys last week's episode uh for by far is one of my favorites. I think we, mm-hmm. we did a great job explaining but this getting ministered to and talking about the blood of Christ and what it done for us. And uh, we're no longer strangers. Paul says in verse 19 of chapter 2, and he says, 21, in whom Christ, all the building, uh, uh, I'm trying to say, let me see, let me see, let me see. uh, Flooding flame together grows into the holy temple unto the Lord, in whom you are also built together in the habitation of God through the Spirit. Um, leading, uh, you know, that's just some powerful scriptures right there. And, uh, just having some chapter two was amazing in my opinion. Yeah, you know, it to, really was amazing. Yeah. So, but we're going to go into chapter three now, which I, um, moving on. It, it's, I read briefly through it and getting ready for it. It's just, we're going to be talking about mysteries tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, the mystery of the gospel and, Paul being a minister, and it just, it's going to be a good uh, topic tonight, guys. And uh, Aubrey, go ahead and let's start reading. We'll be in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1, and we'll probably be reading to verse 13 tonight. <clears throat> All right. The mystery of the gospel revealed. For this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by the revelation, as I have written briefly. When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. This mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Of this gospel, I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring light to everyone that was in the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things so that though the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in heavenly places 
This was according to the eternal purpose that he was realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So I ask you not to lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. Amen. So let's go ahead and start back from the beginning. This is Paul's famous line. Paul said this same line in the book of Romans somewhat the same way. I'm going to read uh, Romans chapter 1. Oh, uh, for verse 1? Yeah, verse 1, where Paul says, if I can get to, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, Mm -hmm. separated unto the gospel of God. What was Paul talking about in the first chapter of Romans? Now, you might be saying, Wait a minute, Isaac, why are you not talking about Ephesians chapter 3, verse 1? Because I think this ties in. The word servant in the mm-hmm. Greek, and I cannot quote the Greek word, means a slave or a voluntary bond slave. Now, if you go back into our episodes, we talked about that. Remember, we talked mm-hmm. about yep. Paul being yeah. a servant of a servant. If you go back, we did a, a mini series, and we, didn't, we never finished the book of Romans. Uh, some things happened where we had to cut that short. But if you go study our uh, Bible study with Pastor Brandon, we talked about this as well. Paul was Paul always looked at himself as a voluntary bond slave, mm-hmm. and I love that story because if a, so, you had the year of jubilee and the year of uh, freedom. So during the Jewish culture, when you sold yourself to, as a slave, you was there for seven years. At the end of that seven years. You would get your land back, you get your, uh, your your cattle back, and everything that you put yourself up for seven years. Wow. And what would happen is if a person would say, look, I don't want to go back to that. It was a, it was a welfare system. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people look at slavery as you were, if you was a slave, you were there for all the time. But the Lord placed it in there where you had the slaves were not continued to be slaves. That was also a reputation of... You, you you coming back to Christ and you living in freedom and stuff of that nature. But they would go in there for seven years and the, guy, the person I would, owe, like, we let's use me and Bowen, for example. I tell Bowen, look, I can't pay my bills. Bowen, I'm going to be your slave for seven years. Bowen will take all my possessions and I'll be a slave for seven years. But after the seven year, Bowen had to give it back to me, everything, because I paid off like a debt. That was kind of, that was kind of like a welfare system back in the day. But a, a bond slave was this. I would go to Bowen and say, look, Bowen, I don't want to serve nobody else. I'd rather be your slave. They would go ahead and go ahead and pierce the right ear mm. and put a ring on it. And it, that would show the elders of Israel that you were a bond slave, that you voluntarily gave up your rights to stay with this person. So when Paul says, I'm a servant, or it goes down to him saying, I am a bond slave what he was saying is that i'm voluntarily giving myself up to christ for the glory of the gospel or gospel of god now let's go back to ephesians chapter 3 paul says for this reason i a paul a prisoner of Mm -hmm. christ jesus on behalf of you gentiles a lot of people say well of course he was a uh he was a prisoner of Nero when he wrote this. He he mm-hmm. he said, "Look, I don't want to go up in front of nobody except Caesar." And if him being a Roman citizen, if you called yourself the Caesar, you had to go and be. You had to have your trial in front of Caesar. Well, if you're a Roman citizen, yeah, right. And Paul was a mm-hmm. Roman citizen, so mm-hmm. Paul went ahead and did that. But 
Paul, on the other hand, yeah, he was a prisoner of Nero physically. But I like how Brother Swagger says this in his notes. But rather of Jesus Christ, in other words, for whatever purpose and reason, the Lord wanted him at this time in prison. And that's the way that Paul looked at the situation. Paul said, look, uh, yes, I am a prisoner of Nero. But at the same, I don't look at myself as a prisoner of Nero. I am a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I yield to his will and what he wants for me. Because and, and uh, a lot of people look at that controversy. They say, "Well, oh wait, we're free in Christ. Yes, but we're still a bond servant to mm-hmm. Christ. We That's are right. still owned to Christ." So, what Paul's saying for this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, because he didn't consider himself a prisoner of Nero. He considered himself a prisoner of Christ. And because he was in bonds, that meant it was for the glory of God. Now, I know that's just the first verse, but guys, let, let's dive into that. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus. Mm. Aubrey, take it yeah. away. All right. So Paul, Paul wanted to put right here in the beginning that he was a prisoner because he knew that he, he served Christ. He could have said a prisoner of Rome, but he, he didn't say a prisoner of Rome. Because he knew that he was ultimately subject to God because he was because uh, God is the ultimate authority over his life. So, yeah. So uh, Paul, Paul wanted to make sure that that they all knew that this is the this is the source of the power which he has and which everybody else has to to be a servant, to fulfill God's will. Wow. Uh, you know, the thing is, people got to realize Paul, the reason why I believe Paul said that too, because I he believed that God actually put him there. You know, you think about it. Sometimes, like this, Paul wrote a good bit of his epistles. In oh prison. yeah, almost all of them. Yeah, and I noticed how God put John Bunyan in prison. That's where we we have one of our greatest well, stories, John Bunyan's story, Pilgrim's Progress. So quote. sometimes God has to put people into an isolate or to a situation where he can use them to fulfill his well, goals. Let's go back to Brother Bo and we heard we went over too we heard that message this morning by Brother Joe Kelly. Mm-hmm. He talked about suffering. Mm-hmm. He said that it's 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 um it's a bad doctrine to teach that you're not going to suffer for the kingdom of God. Oh, no, that you right. wouldn't have enough faith. If you don't have if you have don't have enough faith, that's when you're going to suffer. That's not necessarily true. Because of Paul's suffering, mm-hmm. the gospel was brought out. That's right. And he said it. Sometimes we have to suffer mm-hmm. for the cause of Christ. Yes. A lot, and a lot of people, oh, I, what are you trying to say? Like Brother Joe Kelly said, mm-hmm. Jesus pro- told, warned us of a couple of things, but this was one thing. Count the cost. Hey, yeah. before you come in, count the cost. If Jesus wanted people to be healthy, wealthy, and wise, which I, he does. Mm-hmm. He's a good father. He wants mm-hmm. to do that. He wants to give you health, wealth, and wisdom. But at the same time, what is gonna is it gonna cost your soul, or is is something's gonna happen that you you know, you might go through suffering, but what is the outcome of that suffering? Uh, Brother Joe said it this morning very well. He said because of those sufferings, a lot of times you come out stronger in your faith. Mm-hmm. And Paul Paul could have done like a lot of Christians. They oh, I can't believe I'm in prison. God, why you did that to me? Mm-hmm. No, Paul said, look, because of Christ, because the cause of the gospel, mm-hmm. this has happened to me. And li- listen to one verse two in a second. He said, assuming that you have heard the storeship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was known to me by revelation, as I've written briefly what Paul's saying, right? I believe a lot of t- Paul was in pr- Paul had a lot of times. Can you imagine the time of prayer and the time of fasting and the Lord revealed to him the message of Christ and him crucified in Christ alone? Mm. Imagine this guy. So he, 
So he's saying, look, me being a prisoner of Christ, I, you know, you heard how I had stewardship with God's grace, saying, look, God gave me grace and mercy, and how He made revelation to me of the of the gospel, basically. Mm-hmm. So Paul being in prison, that was a benefit. And you know, I don't know if Paul realized when he wrote these letters, he just didn't benefit that church of Ephesians, mm-hmm. the Ephesus church. He benefited millions upon millions that still read the words of mm-hmm. Paul. Yeah, and I think he knew that. I think God showed him that, that, hey, Paul, you're here because, I mean, for the gospel's sake. But I think he knew by design God put him there for him to write these things. Think about when you're in prison, what you're going to do. It's not like the prisons today where you had all kind of games to play. And, yeah, oh, television it's, yeah, to watch. It, it's almost a holiday in now, prison. But and then back Paul then, didn't have it that bad because right. remember he was a Roman citizen. Oh, that's because true. Because he was a Roman citizen, he had certain privileges that other mm-hmm. of other people of the, the, the land didn't have. Some people believe he was having, he was in a house arrest. They believe when he was in Rome, yeah, he was in yeah. house arrest. He he got he could work, he could make money, he can go ahead and buy mm-hmm. and just, they always had to have a Roman guard with him. He could even have people that came visit right. him. This it did he say he had to be guarded still, but he had people that came visit him. He had privilege, yeah. Hey, hey, uh, just one thing I wanted to tell you to say um, that you reminded me. Another thing that Mr. Joe Kelly said at, um, that ties us in to what you were just saying was uh, that the suffering is not to be compared to the glory, which is to right, come. That too, right, yeah. right, and that, right. And, uh, you know, Paul, Paul starts out with saying that he's uh, in the ESV. It says he's a prisoner. But then uh, in that same sentence, he says, assuming that you have heard the stewardship of God's grace. So right after he said that he was a prisoner of Christ, he said, assuming that you've heard of grace. So it's in my in my uh, hearing it, it says that, OK, here's the suffering, but the suffering is nothing compared to this grace. So Paul points out in the first section that the grace that he's in and everyone else is in this mystery of grace is nothing com- uh, is it's way farther beyond the mm-hmm. suffering that he was willing yeah, to because, go through because you made a good point right there he was in suffering and he said a prisoner of Christ Jesus on behalf of you gentiles yeah so he he's saying look I'm I'm in prison God showed me all the stuff which we're going to talk about the mystery that Paul had but he said, on the behalf of you, Gentile, assuming you heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. God was giving Paul grace mm-hmm. in prison. Because, look, like I spoke, you said it perfectly well. This wasn't a holiday in jail. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Normally, look, and if you read, I think it's, uh, I'm trying to think of the chapter where Paul, I think it's Paul and, yeah, Paul and Silas Paul was and in the Silas. prison. Yeah. They had their legs shackled. Right. They beat them. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, again, Roman law, because that's when he came out and he said, you beat a Roman citizen. Their eyes got big. A Roman citizen. They didn't it was against that. the law to, in Roman the Roman Empire. And we talked all about the Roman Empire uh, in our series, One Statue, Five Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. You weren't supposed to whip another Roman citizen. No, nope, no. Nope. And, and and Paul Paul suffered a lot, but he said it was on the behalf of you Gentiles. Paul's impact on Gentile nations are still felt today. Yep, we're here because of that. Yeah, no we're way. here because of Paul's missionary trips. Mm-hmm. to the Gentiles. Because if you remember the start of the church, they didn't want to leave Jerusalem. God, and they're talking about suffering. God had to bring 
persecution mm-hmm. or allow the devil to bring persecution on the church to spread the to church spread the gospel because jesus said go into all the world they said no we're going to stay in israel mm, stay in jerusalem and that, that's yeah. not how he wanted bowen you have anything before we move on my brother I, y'all man I, I, I got so much i'd want to share but i can't share everything i want but i want to read i want to read from dates because yeah. i'm comparing everything that i'm seeing yeah, right my, here yeah um let me read from Dakes, the way Dakes has it in, in those two, first two scriptures. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you word. All right. I, I want to read something here that, that I, I looked at, and, man, it's like, man, the Spirit of God ministered to me through it. Um. All right, listen to this. For which I am an ambassador in the church, in the chains, that I may declare it bodily, as though to speak. Bible verses that. Uh, that's uh, Ephesians six twenty. Okay. But uh, hold on, let me see. There's another one that uh, it is right for me to feel this way about you all, because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense of confirmation of the gospel. Listen, what I'm seeing right here, when I read those two verses, Paul was in prison. Paul suffered. You know, he went on the road to Damascus. He ran into Christ, and Christ told him, it's hard to kick against the pricks, ain't it, Paul? Mm-hmm. You know? He, it, Jesus told him that, and he saw Jesus in all his glory. Mm-hmm. But Paul was a prisoner. Paul was, was, was an ambassador for Christ. But the reason Paul was in prison and the reason Paul suffered is because he wanted to bring the Gentiles and the Jews together in one body to make mm-hmm. a church. Okay, the Gentiles were totally cast out, and, and you know Israel had a blood covenant with 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 with, with God. So the Gentiles didn't have that covenant. Yeah, but that's what Paul was there for was to bring them together that they could become the church. Paul was telling the Ephesians, "Look, you can be part of the body of Christ. You can be a part of that church." It's only because of the grace of God that the gospel is revealed to you. I bring you the gospel. I bring you what Jesus did that you can be a part of that. Paul suffered by the Gentiles. Paul suffered persecution. Paul suffered a lot of things. If you read them first two verses, because I was looking at that. I'm going to read one more scripture and I'm going to let you all go. Um, yeah, Bo, and, and all that's only possible by the, the Holy Spirit, which he says a little bit later. And it's only by the Holy Spirit that he was able to uh, tell the Gentiles that they were able to come into the body. Right. But yeah. listen to this scripture here. Yeah. I, therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. What Bible verses that, both. Uh, that's uh, right, Ephesians 4.1. Listen, he's telling them, look. You are called. You are called to the gospel. You are called by Christ to come in to that covenant. You are called to come to the cross and be a part of that body. But you have to walk in the manner that is worthy of your calling. And I said this before. I said this a while back. 
Every human being has a calling in their life by mm-hmm. God. Every human being has a calling. If every human being on the face of this earth would repent and come to Christ and make him the Lord of their lives, they would have a calling and they would be called to walk in a manner of that calling and of the will of God. So, so let's yeah. go with God. Yeah, and that this. calling would be part of the, uh, the part entering into the covenant. Into the covenant. So, That's yeah, right. Let's go with this. Then, then we can go to the next verse because it kind of ties in. Remember, Paul just said, look, I am a prisoner of Christ on your behalf of you Gentiles. He said, assuming that you know the grace that was given for me for you. And he tells us how the mysteries was made known by revelation that I've written. What was that mystery? You just talked about that, bowl a little bit. When you read yeah. this, Paul says in verse 4, when you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mysteries of mysteries. Christ. That's right. Which was Amen. not made known to the sons of men of other generation as it has been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. This mystery is mm-hmm. that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same mm-hmm. body, and partakers yeah. of the promise in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus through the gospel. What Christ did at the cross to save us from our sins, because of that, it was made possible to be for Gentiles, us, fellow Gentiles. And Bowen just iterated into that a little bit. Be, it, it, Paul wanted us, and that's why Paul was bringing it. Paul said, look, I'm a prisoner on your behalf. And, assume, and he's saying, look, assuming of the stewardship of grace that I was given. Then he says, look, I wrote this revelation to you. What is the mystery of Christ? That we were that right. so, now look he says which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations as it has been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. The whole they didn't look the Old Testament saints didn't know about this. They knew that look we're the chosen people. We're going to be exalted. We're going to be brought up. We're going to be the nation that Christ is going to rule and reign from. But they weren't revealed that the Gentiles then in some way they were. By prophecy, because he says prophets and apostles, but mm. G, but Paul says the mystery is this: that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. And it goes back to um, chapter two: for through him we both Jews and Gentiles have access by one spirit, one unto uh, one spirit unto the Father. He brought it out. Um, you, you know what that reminds me of? Uh, how how difficult it was for even the apostles to realize this. Because this is the mystery. This is a revelation. Yeah, this is a mystery so, that Paul got. You remember, um, I forgot which book it's in, but when, uh, was it James and John? They were, uh, they were bickering with the other people. Who will be the greatest of the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. No, in the other one where they wanted to send down fire from heaven to oh, consume. Oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, in, in Samaria, in I think Samaria. it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Jesus knew that they were fellow heirs if they if they entered well, in by the Spirit. But James and to James and John, it was a mystery. It was yeah, it was a mystery. How could it was the Gentiles covered? be they couldn't brought see into that. the same covenant? Now listen to this, verse sixteen of chapter two, and that he might reconcile, and that's talk, he's talking about Christ might reconcile both unto God in one body. Body by the cross, having slain the enemy thereof. But um, verse thirteen. But now in Christ Jesus, you were something were afar off, 
and are made nigh by the blood, blood of, of Christ. Christ. Yes. Paul, so Paul's telling them, look, this is a myth. Like, like, it's, it, it was a mystery. Paul was revealed this gospel that just not the Jews can be saved or just not the Gentiles, but all oh. of us, everyone that accepts Christ as their personal Lord, Lord and, and Savior, Savior. And they come to that knowledge that they need Jesus. They they were made. And this is the mystery that Gentiles are fellow heirs. He's telling the, uh, the Ephesian church, listen. Like Bowen said earlier, you can be saved. You can be brought into the fold. You are part of God. And this is a mystery. Like Orbert said, the, the Jews, the Jewish Christians, it, look, we can even go back to the book of Acts. I think it's Acts chapter 10 before we take our break with Cornelius. You remember, uh, let me go try to find it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, another thing that I wanted to say was uh, they they had no idea how Jesus would make the the whole all the nations of the earth his bride. They had they had no idea how he would uh, integrate all different uh, all different societies. Well, and let's let's go according to this right yeah. here. Okay, Acts chapter eleven, because this is the mystery. Remember the apostles, even apostles didn't. I think this is even I, Paul wasn't even in ministry yet. But listen to this. For chapter 11, this is after Paul, uh, Peter's encounter with Cornelius. Cornelius was a Gentile. He wanted to know the gospel. He was searching, and the angel told him, go to Joppa and get Peter, and Peter's going to tell you all the mysteries. And Peter went to Joppa, and these people were hearing P Peter preach, got saved, got baptized with the Holy Spirit, and they said, hey, what hindered us to be baptized? Peter said, nothing. Let's go ahead and baptize you. And listen to this in chapter 11. And the apostles and the brother were in Judah heard that the Gentiles also received the word of God. And when Peter was come mm -hmm. up to Jerusalem, they who were of the circumcised contended with him, saying, You went to men uncircumcised mm. and did eat with them? They set up a religious spirit, huh? No? Right. And I think, and look. Yeah, they Paul, were confused. They, they had, had no idea. Like, like what, what are you happen? doing, Jesus? And yeah. even Peter, Peter, Peter. In, for chapter 9. I think, yeah, no, Peter. Uh, yeah, Peter. Uh, it was a chapter no chapter 10 when he saw the food come down he's like oh lord i don't touch anything the unclean lord and the lord said do not, not say what clean, clean. What, well don't say unclean what i have no, no, that was the gentiles right. and that was the gentiles, the gentiles. and look I, I think this is why and we got to go to our second uh segment but i think this is why paul was the perfect candidate to do the lord to reveal this mystery to him yeah. yeah, he because was on the other side. Peter, Peter, yeah. even Peter, even had a conflict with Paul. Yeah. at one point yeah. on this yeah. issue. Yeah, right. But mm. Peter, Paul, uh, Paul was open. Paul knew the Old Testament, and God revealed Build. the mystery Mysteries. that looked through Jesus Christ and what He did at the cross, cross. the revelation of Christ and Him crucified. Not just the Jews, not just the Gentiles, but. Everyone, Everything. every culture can yeah. come to Christ That's if they right. accept him. Yeah. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and mm. take a pause in this podcast. We'll be right back in a short moment. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I am with Phil Kennedy. He is the artist of the Center of the Door album that I have in my hand right here. And uh, Phil, thank you for coming by and just wanted to ask you a little bit about your album. And does this tell me a little bit of information, which you, uh, how, what led you to make this album? Thank you, brother Isaac. I am... A songwriter, mostly, and firstly, I'm a preacher of the gospel. So the Lord has always blessed me, it seems, with a song, with a sermon, with a sermon for the song. And that seems to be how it started when I first started preaching. So, you know, before you know it, you've written way more songs than you have sermons. And I just like to get a little group of them together now and then. It's the songs I've been 
singing as I travel to Mexico and this place and that and preach uh, Oklahoma or wherever else the Lord takes me. And um, I sing those songs. So I put a little CD together. Hey, look, I'm going to be honest. It's a great album. Look, even Thank my you. friend Scott Ford, I, I sent him uh, a digital copy of it, and he loved it. He said he, he loved the album. He loved the way you sing. And uh, it's a Thank real you. big blessing. It's a good blessing for us, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, I know that it's available in the digital world. It's available with me physically if you just uh, message me or try to friend me on Evangelist Phil Kennedy uh, Facebook and uh, the other information I'm sure you can you can give them. All right. Well, we know for sure it's on Apple Music and it's on Spotify, where you can find the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Go ahead and look it up after you listen to our podcast. Go listen to a little bit of Phil Kennedy's album, Center of the Door. You'll be blessed. I promise you. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the second segment of Brothers Just Searching, where we're continuing our teaching on Ephesians chapter three. We went ahead. We read chapter uh, Ephesians chapter one, verses six, where Paul brings out a mystery. He says, I'm a prisoner of Christ. It says, look, I have grace that was given to me for you. Saying to the apostles, look, saying to the Gentiles, look, God gave me grace so I can go ahead and minister to you guys. And he said he was revealed a mystery. And he says the mystery of Christ, which was not known to the son. He was saying, look, this, this wasn't known to the Old Testament prophets or the new Old Testament teachers. Only by a few apostles and a, uh, prophets by the Spirit, saying the Holy Spirit. And he says, this is the mysteries that the Gentiles or the fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partaker of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. We prove through uh, um, Ephesians chapter 2. That Christ brought us into one body. If you want to go listen to that, that was last week's mm-hmm. uh, teaching. So we're going to start on verse 7, work our way to 13. So Paul continues. And he says, of this gospel, I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me by the working of his power. To me, though I am very, I'm the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring the light for everyone that is the plan of the mystery hidden for the ages in God who created all things so that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might know might now be made known to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places. Mm. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus, our Lord in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So I ask you not to lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. Listen to this, and we're going to start back in verse of this gospel. Mm-hmm. I was made a minister mm-hmm. according to the gift mm-hmm. of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. First off, I want to say that his power. Where do we get our power from? The Holy Spirit. Right. A right. lot of churches, they don't say we need to preach the power of the Holy Spirit. You got to have that power. They don't want the power, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But listen, I like how Paul says of this gospel, I was made a minister. Because of the gospel, God God put a calling mm-hmm. on Paul's life. Mm-hmm. God chose Paul to go to the Gentiles. And like I said, a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. You hear a lot of people talk about grace. Oh, through God's grace, I got through this trial and tribulation. Yes, God's grace is there. Even Paul even brought it on the first part of this segment. But because of God's grace... 
because of his sacrifice on Calvary's cross. He gave us the gift of his grace, but at the same time, we have to use it and use God's power to go through with it. And he says to me, though I am very the least of all sinners, this grace was given to preach the gent to the Gentiles, the unsearchable riches of Christ. Mm. Paul was chosen by God through grace mm -hmm. because of the grace of the cross of Calvary. Mm -hmm. God gave him power to witness to everyone. And it was because of his grace. Now, look, Paul says, I was the least of all the saints, mm -hmm. which is Paul saying, look, I, I shouldn't even be at this place. Yeah, I killed Christians. I killed mm -hmm. Christians. I lived by the law. I I did all these things. Mm -hmm. I am the last of the Christians that mm -hmm. should be. This grace was given. I shouldn't even have it. But God gave it to me. But God mm -hmm. gave it to me to mm -hmm. preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. That encourages me right there, guys. That Paul, mm. being the very least, yeah, shouldn't be preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, but God gave him the power and the grace to preach the gospel to unsearchable riches in Christ and Jesus. You know, it's amazing. I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of people, they put Paul like in a high, like don't get me wrong, we honor Paul and we respect him that God used him mightily, but it's amazing how, God, how us as human beings, we put people in high pedestals and it's amazing how I was hearing in the dark ages how there was a guy, he was reading in the, uh, the book of Rome. He was reading about Apostle Paul. And when Apostle Paul says, I'm the chief among sinners. And like he says here, says, I, I shouldn't even be here. I'm the least of the apostles. So other people was looking at it. Wow, if Paul didn't think he was holy enough and he, he was saved by God's grace. So I can have the grace of God and be saved. If Paul didn't feel like he was worthy, then, hey, I'm worthy because he didn't think he was worthy. So that's amazing how we put people on pedestals. But when we come down to their level, like, oh, wow, he, he was mighty man of God, but he needed a savior as much as I did. So that's amazing how we think like that. But uh, when he said the mysteries, this is what people got to realize. People ask what Paul was talking about when he said about the mysteries. Well, I believe, and that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I believe it's two. I believe one, it was talking about Jesus Christ and him crucified. I believe God, that was one of the mysteries God gave to Apostle Paul to show the mystery of the cross. Because remember that other disciples, they talked about the resurrection and they talked about believing in Christ. But it was Apostle Paul where I like to call him a scuba diver. You know, the others were on top. You know, they were, float, yeah, they were floating on the boats and they were getting some knowledge here. But Apostle Paul, I, I call him a scuba diver. He went deep. Him and John, mostly him and John, they both went deep into the spiritual things disagree. of God. I'm not disagreeing with yeah. you, but the mystery he was talking about here yeah. was that they would come to me made as one. That's what I was talking about, too. I and, believe and that, 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 too. He, mm -hmm. was, he was talking about, because he said this is the mystery that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, mm -hmm. members of the same body, and partakers of the promise of Christ Jesus through the right. gospel. Right. I said, too. Okay. Yeah. So, but mm -hmm. also at the same time, like I said, if you go of a, of the, this gospel I was made a minister. Mm -hmm. If you look at that minister, that word minister, it means a servant. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all y'all consider yourselves that, but I'm a minister, and I know y'all. I'm not gonna say I don't know if y'all consider that, but I, I consider y'all. I think we all have to be considered ministers. We would have to be considered right? ministers. Now, yeah. we we do it, and a lot of people say, "Well, why are you go behind a microphone? Why?" Because we're servants of the king. That's right. That's right. And if you're a minister, you're a servant of people. Now, we are, you know, we make sure we're biblical in everything we do mm -hmm. as close as possible because yeah. we 
are we're held to a higher standard as ministers. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of times people look at ministers as as a um, as a good title. Oh, you're a minister. You're a pastor. You're an evangelist. Mm-hmm. You're. Mm-hmm. You know, but a pastor got to be a servant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a pastor and, and being, gotta be somebody that that's gonna, you know, when you call, you got to be there to help them. And like I use that example, I told the youth the other day. I said, "Look, guys, if y'all need to talk, y'all need to have, you know, call me, call the other youth leadership." Mm-hmm. Nine thirty at night, I get a phone call from a youth member, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Look, we're reading our Bible. We really can't understand this. We want to talk to you." Mm-hmm. You know, what if I, what kind of minister I would have been if I was like, "It's nine thirty at night." <laughs> Get a job. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I I'm got saying? things going on. I got things going on. No, but, a a t- but now yeah. look, that was that was an hour conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that was an hour conversation I had with a youth member, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I believe we encouraged each other. Even my wife got into the conversation, so I, I was serving. Mm-hmm. And that's what Paul was. Paul was saying, "Look, this, I'm a minister made according to the gift of God. I am a servant." Mm-hmm. And Christ gave me this gift to go reach to the Gentiles by the working of his power. Mm-hmm. And like I said, to me, though I am the very least, like you said, Boogie Paul was like, look, I'm not, I shouldn't be in this. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I don't know about y'all guys. Do, do y'all feel y'all should be a minister? You get what I'm saying? Because. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, I was going to say that a little bit earlier. It's it's a testimony of grace. So yes. the the thing that 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 ministers do a whole lot is they tell their testimony and that's the story of the grace that God has shown to them. So without the grace of God, uh, taking us from, from a low place to up to where he is, we wouldn't be able to be ministers. So, uh, you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So, uh, yeah. So the grace of God is what, what allows us to be ministers and so just as Paul, he was he was a, a lowly man before he was elected to be a minister of Christ. It's that grace that he keeps on repeating. Yeah, he keeps on repeating it. Like, yeah. yeah. I, he, he's saying, like, I, I'm telling y'all all of this because of the grace. That is the, the avenue in which I'm ministering, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and you know what I like? I'm sorry about that. But what I like about, about Apostle Paul, he's humble about it as well. He's like, God gave me this grace, and I don't deserve it, but he gave me this revelation. He gave me all this wisdom and mystery when it comes to the message of the cross or when it comes to Gentiles. Or he was so honored because not even the other disciples. I mean, even John, who I believe he went deep in some things, out of all of them, I mean, Apostle Paul was the one, like I said, he's the scuba diver. He was the one that really went deep, deep, deep into the things of God. And it's like Apostle Paul, like he discovered a whole new world, kind of speaking. You know, he went down the ocean and he found a whole civilization there. I'm just using that as an example. He found things that other disciples, even the ones that walked with Jesus, didn't even got. So even Peter said that. I think it was one of his epistles. Peter said, Paul, some things Paul said is really hard to understand, but... It's been given by him, and he recognized God gave it to him. So, because Paul Paul had that mystery, and like you said, mm-hmm. there's not one mystery, multiple mysteries that God and you mm-hmm. had. Like Aubrey said, you had the Jewish people looking at him like, "What are you talking about?" Like he came from another he world. Came from another. It's like world. they're not part of the covenant. But but yeah. I, I think that's what it was to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches 
mm-hmm. of Christ. And King James says it like this, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. It's the same wording. I thought it was different for some reason. I must have thought of something else. Mm. But it to have them unsearchable riches, what is that? Christ and him crucified. Understanding that it was Christ and Christ alone. Because, look, guys, I, I don't even know if I'm fully there. I'm working towards there mm-hmm. of saying, look, the cross and look, I, I believe the cross is everything. The cross, if you believe in the baptism, yeah. if you believe in the 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 Christ and him crucified, yeah, that is only through Jesus and no one else. That's right. And you put your full faith and trust in what Jesus Christ did. Mm-hmm. That you have unsearchable riches. You know, you, you uh, yeah. found that treasure chest That's right. of you found, you know, in that field that we talked about a while back and you found that pearl mm-hmm. of great price. You went ahead and you gave everything you have. You gave up everything of your worldly possessions to obtain mm-hmm. that possession. That is your unsearchable riches in Christ. And Paul brought that out. Paul, when you have anything yes, to say, bring it out, Paul. Uh, I had something earlier, but you're moving so fast, man. I <laughs> I'll, I'll say something real quick. So uh, that, no, go ahead. That, you that, can share. Go ahead. So that pearl of great price, that the unsearchable riches of God, he's saying this is not just for the Jews. And right, that's, right, and, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so all, all the uh, the riches the riches of heaven, uh, this, is, this is accessible by everyone who will uh, believe in Jesus and who will right. accept the spirit. Well, well, you see, this is the thing. It was never like Paul said it was a mystery, but in a way, in God's mind, God's mind was not just for the Jews to get saved. It, in God's mind, God wanted Jews and non-Jews all to come under the one tent, b- put their faith in Christ and be in relationship with God and bring the back, you know, back the relationship that was lost in the Garden of Eden together. So the, the Jews, they were so self-righteous. They thought, well... You know, that's why they were so angry at Paul, because Paul broke all the rules of his day. I mean, he broke all barriers of his day. And he was pretty much saying, don't matter if you're a Jew, don't matter if you're a Gentile, don't matter if you're a slave or a free man or whatever part of society, you can all accept Christ. You know, there's no limits. There's no bonds. There's nowhere like only this certain people can get saved and these people cannot like calvinism teach you know they teach you know you're 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 uh, you're specially chosen by god but the others cannot and the bible don't teach that the bible says whosoever calls on the name of the lord shall be saved so the jews were so set in their mind that i mean think about it they were raised since birth to think that they were special that their father abraham they, they were the father their, their abraham was their father and just because of that they pretty much they had salvation because they were in the lineage of Abraham and because they kept the law, they kept the Judea rituals. And even uh, John the Baptist told him that he broke, he broke there. He's one of them. They broke the camels back when it came to them. He says, you say, y'all say y'all the seed of Abraham, but God can turn these stones and make them into the children of Abraham. So with John the Baptist and Jesus and mostly Paul was trying to let them know that you're not saved because you think you're of a Jewish blood or you have Jew behind your name. It's more than that. So to these Jews, I mean, they had God had to break them really hard to break their eyes to get them off that religious system. Yeah, because they they thought it was more of a bloodline thing rather than uh, putting their their faith in Jesus. And exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, what you had first started off on with uh, the, the mystery being hidden for mm-hmm. the people before. Yeah. Right there in in. 
uh, verse 9, it says, To bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. So what I wanted to say was, before God created the heavens and the earth, Mm -hmm. uh, in creation, he knew that the plan for Jesus to come and to save us. Verse 9, right? Yeah. Okay, we continue on to that right Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you good? Yeah, yeah he foreknowledge. So, so you know? yeah, yeah, God foreknew before he created the heavens and the earth, he knew that he was going to have to send Jesus and that he was going to uh, bring everyone mm-hmm. into the covenant through Jesus. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and it, it that plan is revealed in all of creation. Right, right. Yeah, well, there's, like, no, there's no there's uh, no excluding well, of that, certain that's people. That's what I want to right. bring about. Paul, Galatians chapter 3, verses 27, 28, and 29. For as many as you have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all in Christ Jesus. And if you be in Christ, there are... Then you are in Abraham's seeds, the seed, the heirs according to the promise. So it's faith and not blood. It's mm-hmm. faith, not blood. And that's what, look, Aubrey just said mm-hmm. it. And to, br- and to bring light for everyone that is the plan of the mystery hidden in the ages in God who created all things. Yeah. If it, <laughs> so this, that, uh, this, great, this great idea just came to me. So uh, whenever, whenever God said, let there be light in the beginning, that was the revelation of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. But, well, you got to realize all three of them made the earth, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God told the Son, hey, let there be light, and the and Holy Spirit moved, and it, it was it was brought into light. Um, so on that note, let's go to verse 10. Yeah. So that through the church to manifest wisdom of God might known, be known, might now be made known to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places. So, it, so th- this mystery, it was known in the heavenly places. It was known in the heavenly realms mm. by the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places. That was according to the eternal purpose that has been realized in Christ Jesus our Lord. Saying, look, the rulers of the heavens and the earth, the, they know, they have realized that Jesus Christ is our Lord. He, Because he has made us together, we are having unsearchable riches in him. This mystery was hidden for ages uh in god like god had like arbor said this christ dying on the cross and saving the world was mm. was in god which jesus is god the holy spirit of god they all knew that this was the way to get as boogie said get the world together mm-hmm. and this was the this was the eternal purpose that he has realized in christ jesus our lord saying look from the beginning it was like all this. the way back at the beginning. Oh, mm-hmm. this was the eternal purpose for Christ to die and save mankind. Yeah. So how far back does the mystery go? Uh, from when he said in the beginning, Yeah. when the book says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That was the purpose a lot. And that's where it comes to the point. A lot of people look at that and they say, oh, when Eve and Adam sinned, God did. <gasps> no, I got to I got to find a way to save this fall. No, <laughs> he knew. Look, if it wouldn't have been Adam and Eve, it would have been somebody else down the line. Yeah. If Adam and Eve would have told us, it would have no, been Jack and Jill. Doing it. Yeah, it yeah. would have been somebody. Yeah, it was something. Somebody would have ate of that fruit and they would have they would have fallen into sin. Because unfortunately, human nature is like that. Even in a perfect state, sometimes human nature is like, ah. Because, because, and people might say, "Well, how you can say that?" 
Hold on. Let's talk about the millennial reign. There's going to be mm. multiple people side with Satan after living a thousand years in paradise. In peace and harmony. Mm-hmm. You know, and that just, I just, you know, I don't, I don't understand that. You're always going to have somebody putting a spork in the wheel. Right. So let's go yep. on to first one. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith. Imagine this, guys. We, Amen. Look, there was a veil that separated the Holy of Holies from people. Yep, they couldn't go in. But that now, would make you a little insecure, like, uh, no, I can't go in there. Right, right, but now right. we have. But now we what, can. Because what we yeah, now about, we got the boldness. Christ, yeah. And because of his, because he brought us all together, we have boldness through our faith in him. So I ask you not to lose heart over what yeah. I am suffering for you, mm-hmm. which is your glory. So basically, maybe yeah. with the Ephesian church, I believe that's how they're worried about Paul suffering in prison. Mm-hmm. Oh, Paul, mm. you, you're suffering. You, 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 you're bound up in chains. What? Man, he said, don't lose heart over that. He said, for my suffering for you. Mm. Look, I'm suffering to give you the word. Yeah, I, I'm I, suffering to go out there and preach the gospel. I'm suffering so you can benefit pretty right. much. And which mm. is, is which is your glory. Basically mm-hmm. saying, look, because mm-hmm. because of God's glory mm-hmm. that shines through you. Mm. Yeah, so he was just saying, like, hey, don't don't worry, guys. This yeah, this worry. suffering, yeah, this, is, this was this was part of the eternal purpose right. to put boldness in you. Oh, before we roll, you got something? Yeah, or go you, know? You, you know, I'm I, I, I want to hurry. You just start talking. <laughs> yeah. just, I'm letting y'all hey, talk, look, look, bro. Is, I'm not interfering. And this uh-huh. is a good topic, guys. It's because, look, Paul. I had a lot to share, but I'll let y'all talk. <laughs> I had a lot I could have shared. You could have saved it for next time. No, there ain't going to be no next time. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it, it goes to a point. This, these scriptures are so powerful. Paul was suffering, and, it, and people are thinking, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. cause look, look, Paul Paul said that, look, I, I'm suffering. He he glorified, he glorified the suffering. Like, he's not, look, we don't want to, I don't want nothing to happen to us i don't want us, us to be persecuted or whatnot mm-hmm. but paul was saying look because of this i'm sharing the gospel i'm reaching the world and you know i like i think it's galatians or corinthians one of when he says the later for me as a crown of righteousness so what he's saying is yeah i'm suffering yeah i'm doing this but in the long run uh it's gonna pay off i'm getting people saved and i'm gonna give myself and we're gonna get themselves a crown of righteousness like i like how you said earlier about the man i'm saying Yes, you will suffer, but in the long run, there's benefits. Yeah, it's just a speck in eternity. Mm-hmm. I like right. that. So, on that note, guys, that was a great topic. We're oh, going to yeah, continue from verse 14 to 2021. 20, so, so we're going to have a couple of more so, verses. So, it's, to three, cover it's verse 3, chapter 3. And yeah, verse 3 to, from 14 to 21. Going to be some good topics right there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know about y'all, but I'm enjoying Ephesians, guys. So, oh, that's so good. wait, wait. I just want to. I just want to ask you one question. So yeah. he, he ends up. He ends on uh, verse 13, and he starts off with that word. The, my, one of my favorite words to use. So, so, <laughs> so, so. I ask you not to lose heart over what I'm. I'm suffering for you, which is your glory. So his suffering was their glory. Well, that's what he said for his for them to be saved and then represent the glory of God through them. Yeah. It is for your glory because you are safe. Mm-hmm. Basically, saying okay, it's like was he even talking to the Gentiles in that in that yes, section? He was. Yeah, he's yes, talking to yeah, everybody. He was. Yeah, he's talking because Jew that, Gentile. If you look at the content yeah. of that chapter, he's talking to the Gentile. He had talked mm-hmm. to the Jews, uh, the Jewish leaders. It was to bring the it was to bring the Gentiles in. That's yeah. why he did. Yeah, that. He, he was apostle to the Gentiles. To the Gentiles. Yeah, that's so, why Christ picked him and said, "You're going to suffer." So, so he was he was whipped and beaten and in jail, and he said, "This is your glory." This is your glory. So he wasn't he wasn't um, sitting in his cell like, oh man, I can't believe this. Nope. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, he took his to understand. A lot of the epistles that Paul wrote, he was in prison. Well, and you think about it too, okay? 
Uh, Paul was human nature. I, I bet he asked him down, Lord, why? Why are you? Yeah, of course. Well, of course. But Anybody could, would do that. But could you imagine him sitting in prison saying, Lord, reveal something to me? And the Lord yeah. reveals mm-hmm. to you yeah. the mystery of Mysteries Christ. Mysteries of Christ. Christ. And reveal no. that Gentiles yeah. have to be. Wow. And look, and Lord probably told him, you're suffering. You're bringing the gospel as you yep. suffer. Mm-hmm. He brought it to the Gentiles. Because every, every city Paul went to, Paul either spent the night in jail or Paul started a riot. i put it this way to you, uh, Aubrey. <laughs> Yeah. Paul ministered to the nations that were Gentiles. And he said, for yes. your, and it's for your glory. Will you sound the Ephesians? Because of my suffering, I brought the gospel. To you. You brought it to you, and you brought out glory. Glory. Well, so, that's so how I what, look at it. Yeah. It was, it was so, to glorify Jesus. With, that's what it was yeah, about. It's mm, mm-hmm. just like me, for example. Like, I'm going to use me, for example. Like, Apostle Paul probably was thinking. Like, me, like, I'm an author, and, like, there's some sacrifices I make. But I was like, but from the mm-hmm. sacrifices I'm making, I'm benefiting in the long run, helping others. That's so, what I think Pastor Paul was so doing. Let, 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 I'm, yeah. I don't usually quote from commentaries, but mm-hmm. this is from Brother Swagger's Expository Study Bible. And when it says, which is your glory, he says, whatever happens to me will ultimately fall out of the greater pro- uh, proclamation of the gospel, which will be for your good. Mm-hmm. So it's saying whatever happens to me. Mm-hmm. You're still going to be there. You're going to be presenting gospel, and it will be good for your good. It's going to edify you, and it's going to help you and grow in Christ. That's good. Mm-hmm. And so could we end on a practical note? Oh. So where uh, in our in our individual lives, mm-hmm. whenever we suffer for Christ's sake, how can we remember that it's ultimately for the good of the whole church? It's ultimately for the good of other people that we minister to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's ultimate. Listen, you're going to suffer. You are going to face persecution when you're going to minister to people in this world. People are going to come against you. But you got to remember some. You're doing exactly what Paul did. Mm-hmm. You're going to suffer persecution. Mm-hmm. But you're doing it to save souls. You are doing it to bring people back to Christ. Bring them back to, to Jesus at the cross. And give them so a for, life. for your suffering... They're going to mm-hmm. get the glory. They're going to glorify God. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they gotta thank but you're you going to suffer, mm-hmm. and they're going to thank Jesus for what he did for them. So in all what we do, even ministering on this podcast, all the ministering that we do on this podcast, we're probably getting flashbacks or whatever. People are probably talking and saying, oh, I don't like what they say. But that's all for the glory of God. You know, mm-hmm. whoever accepts, whoever accepts Christ as their Lord and Savior, we're going to suffer for it. But if one soul gets saved, man, it was worth it for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. So on that note, that's as good. I said earlier, we're going to go ahead and close with that. Uh, please remember, this is your first time. Please, if you like the content mm-hmm. that you are hearing, Please go ahead and hit subscribe and tell a friend about us. Um, we are on all major platforms. We are on YouTube. Uh, we are on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all that good stuff. Just go check out our website, Brothers Just Searching Podcast. Uh, yeah, no, Brothers Just Searching Podcast.wordpress.com. And we, we have all our notes there. You can check us out on Facebook, Brothers Just Searching Podcast, and our Twitter page. Just type up Brothers Just Searching. So until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back, and he's coming back soon. So don't be fatal for it, because Jesus has overcome the world. The politician might be ruining it for you. Uh, you know, the boss might be giving you a bad day, but guess what? Jesus has overcome mm-hmm. the world. Greater is he that is in me mm-hmm. than he that is in the world. So next time, I see y'all next time on Brothers Just Searching.